listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I know what your boy like. Skinny tie and a cuff tight. He go and make breakfast. You walk around naked. I might just text you. Turn your phone over. When it's all over, no settling down. My text go to your screen. You know better than that. I come around when you least expect me. I'm sitting at the bar when your glass is empty. You're thinking that the song coming on to tempt me. You need to be alone with the way you left me. You start calling. You start crying. I come over. I'm inside you. I can't find you. The girl that I once had. But the sex that we had isn't half bad. Text saying that I'm not, that it's not fair. It's cold for he's not here. And I'ma flirt with this new girl but i'm gonna call if it don't work so we fuck till we come to conclusions all the things that we thought we were losing i'm a ghost and you know this that's why we broke up in the first place because hey welcome to the black Outers podcast your host rod and Karen, and we are live on a sunday morning mm-hmm. sunday 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 uh ready to talk about a lot of stuff okay yes um i know we want to talk about our trip mm-hmm. i'm sure people are curious about how that went um and a bunch of other things but first of all we have to do all the upfront stuff you can find us on itunes stitcher leave us five star reviews search the black guy who tips we'll come up we read all the nice five star reviews on the air yep but they ain't nice i don't care if you gave me five i'm not reading them yep uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and this podcast is sponsored by shadow dog productions we have a patreon page now we're offering three tiers for five bucks a month you can suggest what books we mock and get a bonus video for each month for 10 bucks there's a second bonus video per month and if you're rich and sadistic for 150 bucks you can make us do any book in the world even twilight and they're talking about their new show book crushers it's a video series that is on youtube um and it's now has a patreon patreon.com slash book crushers they talk about these popular books that we've watched and uh, read and then they uh break them down and they uh talk shit about them um so if you are an avid reader or just have a favorite book and you'd like to see them uh roast that shit uh sign up you know patreon.com slash book crushers um and uh help them uh raise that money man all mm-hmm. right uh all right um let's get into the show show okay um i think the first place i want to start is before we talk about the trip and everything because this has been on my mind since a couple weeks now actually long much much longer than that but specifically the last couple weeks we went early voted yes we did you know shout out to being black early voting it's the best right come on you approach the polls all the white one is not normally a long line for early voting but Mm-mm. even though early voting is up historically there's still not a long lines that should tell you a lot but um you walk up to the polls and we went to the the library that's on this like kind of fancy side of town mm-hmm. and you know there's plenty of white like republicans and shit there um i love that the republican people know not to come over here with that bullshit they don't they they don't they don't even approach you with a pamphlet brochure they don't even come and say nothing to you that's like my fave <laughs> they go we we know we know we that's know. my jam like the, like uh, now on the other hand the democrat people do be out of pocket like, like they, they come they, all the way up like to they, you they, they, you ought to see them they be bogarting each other right. they be like look vote for this person <laughs> They will mush somebody out the way to get to my. Here's the ballot, baby. Mm-mm, don't pay them no attention. One of them just straight up handed me the Democratic like candidates. Like here is everybody that's a Democrat, sir. You have a good day. And I'm <laughs> right. Like, 
I'm like, oh, I, I, I've done the research, but thank you. Just but in just case in case hadn't. you didn't, we were walking with all kinds of pamphlets and brochures, and they was like, get that to your family and your friends. Oh, I love it. Like, I don't know how liberal white people have to deal with it, because I'm sure that, you know, like all whiteness, they don't know until Mm-mm. you vote, unless you walk, come up there in a Hillary Clinton shirt or some shit. They don't know. They don't know. Like, look up a draw. The assumption is probably default Republican or conservative, so they're just like, uh, look, gotta keep these immigrants out here from the caravans coming. You're like, oh, come on, man. Come on, dog. Get out of my face. Um, we don't never have that problem. Right. So we early voted. Very easy process. Mm-hmm. I cannot recommend, um, uh, I think it's called ballotready.org is the website. I can't recommend it enough if you are worried because a lot of times you know about the biggest Big. races, but the down ballot races, a lot of people don't know. Um, and in this particular election, people are talking about voting booths that are having errors where if you put a straight Democratic ticket, it's switching some of the mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Um, so uh you want to make each selection carefully and, and double check it before you hit that that final you know accept right mm-hmm. so uh org is this uh, site where you go you log in you tell you can tell it like this is my zip code or this is my address it'll pull up your exact local um election choices it does not have i believe ballot initiatives really right so there were like six or seven ballot initiatives in North Carolina this year that we did not have um on ballot that wasn't on ballot ready yeah, but they're still that, mm. I think some of that shit be like last minute shit they put on there too. It's not last minute. That's not what's happening. Um it's just that um we don't talk about ballot initiatives enough. A lot ah. of times it's easier to talk about candidates than it is to talk about that stuff and if you're not in the know they're normally worded kind of tricky yes they are you know now i am an absolutist about some of this shit if you say more money for um housing money for schools money for streets uh i almost always say yes because i look at it like y'all are taking my tax dollars anyway come on this here's a way to see some tangible results and i will 100 percent always put money in the schools when asked uh libraries i'm there for that too because my belief system is if we don't put money in the schools we're basically putting money in the prison come on because and nobody ever asks if you want to put money in the prison they just do it so um anyway that uh but yeah so you can study up your own ballot initiatives hopefully by googling your paper the charlotte observer had had hours but there was still a couple i wasn't clear on um all that to be said um you know voting has been something that has been near and dear to me i've never not voted ever since i had the right to vote when i was 18 yeah. i have gone to the ballot every single year did you vote in college i think the first time i voted yeah. was in college yeah i voted i mean I, I was 17 when i graduated high school so i couldn't vote until college ah. and so when i got to college you know as soon as i was 18 i was like okay I, i'm like this is a thing we're doing this i voted um, on campus yeah and and i think um it has always been impressed upon me um not and not not that my parents are like those high pressure like you better vote son but it's always been impressed upon me through the fact that they taught me to read a lot about black history stuff how important this was it's not a game it's never been a game um and i used to feel certain ways about it that now that i'm older and i've thought about it more and then just more importantly like uh i feel 
that we have this platform and i want to impress upon people that um especially black people because that's who listens to our show you know and that's who in a lot of cases we're on the front lines of the things that the government does that harms oppresses and kills people um i want us to vote you know um you know and if i'm being all the way honest i want us to vote democrat i don't want us to vote republican i don't want us to throw away votes third party unless you're in a situation locally where a third party can actually win then sure then absolutely vote third party if you feel that that's where your morality lies or whatever but just in general i want us to use our right to vote you know yeah we have um, to work with the system we within that, that we have before us you know people yeah. come with all these theories you're like that's not the system we got come on yeah theoretical political um expounding is cool and everything i get that people like to they would love to live there you know but that's not that's not where we live right. and if the cost of living in the um idealistic um voting world that, that that's never come to fruition like we're going to rebuild the, the the entire government structure into something while having no power and no stake in it um i i don't believe that's going to happen i've been vocal about that on the show for a long time um and so i but i don't like arguing with those people Mm-mm. essentially because I, I find it to be fruitless and for the most part they're a good collective group of people that they're very vocal they love the attention they get they love grandstanding but essentially they haven't built anything with all this grandstanding it's been happening my whole life i haven't like we don't have this collective number of people that has grown these grassroots movements into uh full forces of like that represent the majority of black americans and they could if they wanted to but everybody talks and don't know they say they could do. they don't know nobody want to do the work they say they could i don't think they can because we aren't a monolith like no, that and the vast majority of us understand that our lives are on the line and we don't have time for the games essentially like we don't have time for things that don't grow fruit come on we so, ain't got time for your theories so they have to grow fruit for these these things have to bear fruit before people start going okay cool you know there's not saying that there's no movements there are i mean we lionize and and really like overplay oversimplify some of these movements you know like we'll glorify the black panthers we won't talk about their violence against women we'll we'll like we we do we do a lot of stuff where we like when we want it to be a certain way we view it that way like oh they had this food program for poor kids yo that's beautiful that's that's dope if we can make that a national thing for every community um and that and that becomes something no one's against that that also doesn't mean you don't have you don't vote that also doesn't mean that you don't put people in places that will let those programs grow and leave them alone and won't bust in the house of these black panthers with guns and kill them you know it's you know it's a it's a entire fight it's not one you pick one lane and that's it but anyway that's kind of a tangent the whole thing i wanted to talk about though is like um so oprah gave a um uh oprah's campaigning for stacey abrams all these celebrities are common Mm. all this stuff and oprah gave a speech i think i might bring it on screen give me a second oprah gave a speech where she evoked you know the legacy of our ancestors and the fact that many of them died literally for our right to vote um and 
uh let me let me see if i play a comments first and then i'll talk about it all of us say that creating equal but if you're both First of all, what do you think about her comments? Oh, nothing, nothing. I agree. Okay. You know, I I I uh, completely agree with her comments. And what she's saying isn't new. You know, I mean, old black people been saying that since we've been babes, and you know, kids ignore them, and you don't realize how important that shit is to you facing racist shit for your own as a child or as growing up. You be like, oh, okay, I know, okay, okay. But you know, when people like knowledge as a child you like knowledge you don't really realize the importance of this but this is shit that most black people have been hearing forever this is nothing new underneath the sun okay i have a lot to say about this shit first of all i agree with her that's number one um i don't think there was a single thing she said that was wrong Mm -mm. two i am not ashamed so i did not feel shamed by her comments a lot of black people been going don't use shaming to get us to the polls if your black ass is sitting at home choosing not to vote when you know what is on the line for people like stacy abrams you should feel ashamed if your ass is just doing this shit because just willy-nilly um i used to feel i wasn't very vocal about it but i used to feel like well black people died during the civil rights era and getting the right to vote but they died for my freedom to choose what to do with my vote and to choose not to vote and to choose not to participate that was how i would feel and i think i used to feel that way to make it so that it was almost like a middle ground for a lot of people like where i wouldn't i didn't want to judge my friends and family and people that that weren't active voters and weren't active politically and you know would say these platitudes like the same on both sides or it don't matter who's in and and you know you don't want to engage those people and you want to still like those people and you still want to like feel a certain way towards you know these are some of these people are your friends and shit and especially when you're young there's a lot of black people that are led to believe that neutrality is the same thing as being um um what's the best word virtuous a lot of i was talking to a young black man yesterday and that was his kind of belief system was well i don't think democrats or republicans i just you know i don't think either one i just don't 
like i don't really vote for anything of any party and i'm like yeah th- this is not the environment for that there's clearly one wrong come on now. so we sat down and talked about your belief systems i believe we will come to a conclusion that you will be a democrat because republicans have left no moderate stance on the table there literally is no middle ground anymore there was a long time ago yes it was but there hasn't been one a lot for a long time now and so willfully sitting it out willfully saying you're playing the fence is honestly saying uh, letting republicans win mm-hmm. um so i felt this way for a long time and i used to be like yeah they they died so we could choose what to do for our freedom to choose but that's not true no that's not and not only is it not true i am i was complicit in erasing what they said these people did not die ambiguously like the more i've learned the more i've read and stuff that's such a cop-out and it's a lie it's a lie on the deaths of those people those people who died for voting they literally left a legacy behind saying exactly what they were going to do and why they were killed and it's disingenuous as fuck to be like well nah they died and then if we want to just not vote or we just want to chill that they were okay with that they weren't okay with that mm-hmm, okay to died. the point where they gave their lives up Come on. okay to the point where they risked their lives the fact that they were on buses and were beaten and killed and hung and then shot the fact that that happened it happened it's not something we made up it's not something that is non sequitur it's not something that is unrelated to today where they are pulling old black ladies off of buses where they are stripping us from voter rolls this is not unrelated it is a direct line to what is happening now what oprah brings up is not tangential and it is the height of fucking privilege to sit there and go how dare you make me feel ashamed you wouldn't feel ashamed you got your black ass out there and voted that's it you know and sometimes we're just talking to us you know that's not a message for white people that one is for us and it's not because oprah's rich your broke ass aunt will tell you the same goddamn speech if you would go sit in her living room today and tell her i'm not voting after she done fucking voted she would tell you the same thing for free 99 come on some of your family members and relatives were old enough and lived through the goddamn civil rights some of them will beat and whoop too but you never asked john lewis someone said how dare she evoke trauma to get out the black vote john lewis is are y'all mad at him too when john lewis brings up man i got beat upside my fucking head on that bridge do you go how dare he evoke trauma to tell me to vote the job of what these celebrities are doing politicians are doing is to get you out to vote the time for all the feelings about the shit is over there's two days left there's no time to quibble about this bullshit everyone that has spoken to you nicely has spoken to you nicely already come on them days is over common and john legend and fucking chris pine all these motherfuckers have come already and giving you the candy cane somebody comes with just a little bit of acknowledgement of the direct history of what is happening now and what is happening then and what has been happening and you getting your motherfucking fee-fees over this shit it's performative as shit and i'm sick of it i'm fucking sick of these weak ass niggas doing this shit it's predictable 
like honestly i swear to god if, what the fuck would have happened if we would have been if our generation would have been the generation having to dealing with motherfuckers with guns and the kkk at the polls come on what the fuck would we be doing voting taxes all this shit all this i'm not my grand grandparents <laughs> and you could catch these hands as fake ass performative ass niggas you wouldn't do shit you sitting at home and you can go right now and just walk in there and vote no one's stopping you and you want me to to fucking have respect for that you want me to act as if that's the fuck oh well it's just a difference of opinion it's not it's a difference of opinion that is literally putting us in a worse position and no one is saying voting is the end all be all to every struggle or that that's the only element or that what or you vote and then we just walk out and go well racism's over no one believes that no one is saying that oh as much as over has talked about racism and shit like that she's not over has talked about being racially profiled while being a billionaire in another country she's not some fucking coon she's just an older black woman who will tell you the same thing your grandmama's gonna tell you you know and to see motherfuckers that have come they're trying to they're trying to take away birthright citizenship to see people who are results of birthright citizenship talk about it's okay if you don't feel like voting are what what they're talking about you nigga you're on the line now too it's not always about how people fucking feel your feelings are not fucking facts they're not always justified i have empathy for people's feelings i hate that people feel bad about these things but at the end of the day this shit is going to result in more than hurt feelings if these fucking republicans keep winning they are they are trying to eradicate us from the face of this fucking planet it's not a game i don't know what more has to happen for people to realize this is all hands on deck it's just time to win there is no fucking middle ground to be had and while you're going well at least my feelings were validated they're erasing these motherfuckers from the globe everyone you pretend to fucking care about is being injured by this party and as long as we sit up there and allow them to run roughshod over us while we bicker we will continue to fucking lose i don't understand how that isn't a universal how that is not a binding tie for all of us and it takes different methods to get people to the polls to see people who make a living off of making people feel ashamed through their activism tell other people shame doesn't work what clearly your bank account is working because of shame what the fuck does that mean it's all hands on deck and i'm tired of acting like there's some middle ground for us to just have this compromise there's no compromise you either with me or against me ho that's it that's all there is as j-rock said we either win or we don't this is the time to come home with this shit it's not there's two days left and people are still talking like this you know and there's no other group that gets shamed like this millennials hello they get blamed for every fucking thing <laughs> young people hello you know and the reason and here's the thing i don't see it as shame that's your choice of words it's not shameful to remind me of this racist ass country's history towards my vote that ain't shameful we never did shit wrong 
shame is you fucked up and you did this no you feel shame about the fact that someone literally died with the fucking hope in their heart as their last breaths were happening that you their progeny would carry on this legacy that you would use this tool to dismantle this entire fucking complex that's what they did and they are still fighting against us using this tool and you cannot convince me it's not powerful when the number one goal on most republicans uh uh itinerary is to make sure we don't vote when they paid the bernie or bust black dude black men for bernie they paid him money to switch from going for bernie to going for trump and they said listen we're gonna pay you money if you can just convince black people to not vote but you would do the devil's work for free and be out here with using your platforms to tell others that that's all right and i'm supposed to believe you on my side i'm supposed to believe we in this together i'm supposed to believe it's because you're so pro-black you either with me or against me ho that's it (laughs) i can't i cannot impress upon people enough and i will not use my platform irresponsibly ever again ever to not let you know the intensity that i mean this shit because we don't talk about this shit every day on the show we have our fun in our games but we don't talk about this shit every day on the show to then turn around and not live that shit like it's that that's ridiculous to me the fact that you can dabble in this shit and then turn around and be like but fuck it whatever happens it just happens i have no role in this like voting is the minimum that's not even like a big fucking thing it's the minimum and the the other people the people that conflate things like um voter suppression things like ableism against people like oprah that are telling the truth she's not saying for those of y'all who literally can't get to the polls she's not saying to those of y'all who have jobs that won't allow you to be at to be at a place where you can vote she didn't say that no you added those people in so that you could hide your own fucking uh laziness and and, and, and apathy behind a shield of people that literally need you to vote they need you to vote even more because they can't the people that are working jobs that give them 32 hours a week and may make minimum fucking wage are never going to get a living wage from republicans they never going to get it and your black ass would sit there on your fucking couch and pontificate about why that's terrible but i don't know what we can do about it because i definitely don't want to like go and put a vote in for them i don't even vote for myself anymore Mm -mm. it's not even about me at this point there's so much fucked up shit happening in my state before you get to black people you know i've sat on this show and and been upset when they made a black woman who was pissed in the fucking street you know like that shit happened i don't want things like that to happen in the place where i live it didn't happen to me but that's 2018 that's not 1968 that's not 1958 that's not 1948 that's not 1808 that's now but you (laughs) but i suppose to think well let's just leave this fucking bullet in the gun okay let's not use this one 
nah you use every tool you got voting has never stopped anyone from marching it's never stopped anyone from fucking burning some shit down if they want to riot it's never stopped it's never been an either or proposition there are plenty of people who are talking sense who do both but this shit where motherfuckers want to be so pure this white people shit essentially where they want to be so fucking ideological pure like pure above everyone else so they can like gloat online about how much better they are yet how much smarter they are because they don't do the thing everyone else did i don't see no difference between them and fucking uh candace owens blexit kanye west i'm a free thinker you have the same ultimate result kanye west never voted a day in his life and here you are doing the same thing but want me to believe you better you're the same nigga to me and result is the same all this intent doesn't matter actions do people those be the same people that have the fucking intent of i'm not voting and it's gonna have a different effect than all these other non-voters who say so because of fucked up coon reasons i thought i thought i thought intent didn't matter i thought it was only actions that matter like i'm sorry to scold people but apparently some motherfuckers need scolding but more importantly than scolding them is i have a platform and i would like to give my fucking opinion the other motherfuckers have other platforms and they can make you feel great for sitting your ass at home and be like nothing's wrong the fucking let's pull out our fiddles and watch rome burn around us and then we'll go oh isn't it a shame what happened to this uh this person isn't it a shame what they're doing to the kids in the cages isn't it a shame what they're doing to trans folks in the military isn't it a shame what's happening to black folks when they get killed by the police these days isn't it a shame that they didn't convict this person who killed an innocent black person for no reason isn't it a shame that these judges keep sending us judges picked directly by trump isn't it a shame that they get to do that isn't it a shame what's happening in my own state isn't it a shame what's happening in my own city it is a goddamn shame but you could have done something you could have tried you can't hold anyone's feet to the fire if they don't even court your vote and don't want it that's the difference it's game theory at this point this ain't about how you feel it's game theory game theory is this if a motherfucker didn't need your vote to win they don't give a fuck about your vote at all if a motherfucker needs your vote to win then they pander to your vote and they know the consequences of disappointing your community all of a sudden a little bit more shit gets done doesn't mean nothing racist ever happens that's a pipe dream no one is saying that not oprah not me not karen no one in the world is saying racism will go away because you went to vote no one but if you then turn around and say well because racism didn't go away when i voted that one time i'm done you can get the fuck out of my house out of my building out of my life out of my city everywhere out of my vicinity i don't need you around me with that bullshit this like this point we're we're so far up shit's creek i felt this way my whole life but i would think that i don't want to hurt anyone's feelings you know in 2016 is one of my biggest regrets is allowing people that level of i don't know that that latitude around me no no maybe where you live you can pull that shit maybe you live in california or fucking san francisco you live in san francisco somewhere you live in uh 
portland or fucking uh seattle or new york city or somewhere where you can just kind of get to be like eh, it's whatever like you can just do that shit because you know your government and the white people around you are gonna kind of take care of more of the major problems that affect you anyway and you have a collective level of uh of activism and stuff in your cities and stuff but there's more black people than just a couple of liberal places you know we don't all live in atlanta and charlotte and stuff like that some of us do live in states that and we concerned about people that live outside our, our major metropolitan areas you know so it's 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 a lot of stuff that i i don't care what it takes but we need to impress upon people that they can vote people have been spoken nicely to and that's the biggest myth of all this is like they never talk like this to yes they did everybody that came through before oprah talked to you nice show me one quote where you was upset by any other person and especially for stacey abrams every celebrity has gone through that campaign all of them knocking on doors and it's a uh, motherfuckers waited till the last second when oprah said something to pull the and that's why i don't vote well fuck you then that's why well she's rich man my broke ass aunt will tell your ass the same goddamn thing and your ass better not say shit back and you know you won't either you sit right up in my house and eat your fucking rice because you know that black woman means that shit and you know that it ain't the time for quibbling you gonna sit right there at thanksgiving and be like mm-hmm, yes now yes that is a point we need to go vote so all this little fake ass woke shit that's happening online because people just keep retweeting and consolidating each other's opinions and shit over and fucking over until they're convinced they can never be wrong there's no way else to look at some shit um uh their jealousy over these billionaires their jealousy over these fucking people with their with bigger platforms in them their jealousy of other activists shit all of that shit is fucking played it's played like you're like (laughs) i I know you're gonna get people that are gonna agree with you no matter what there's gonna be people that are gonna be like "Mm mm-hmm that whatever but it's only shameful if you are ashamed and that's the bigger lesson to me because when i see that word shame thrown around i thought oprah came out there and said like it's your fault that um republicans are winning or some shit or uh you know um if y'all would stop killing each other or something i thought that she said something like that from the response i was like oh no what what did Oprah say and all she said was like they kill people so that they wouldn't vote and if you decide to just not vote it's a shame it's fucked up and you would go this fucking rich bitch i can't believe are you serious are you serious i'm supposed to believe you know history do you come from here do you know that Oprah is a black woman who has been here long enough to see all this shit? And I saw they motherfuckers ain't say that shit to John Lewis, and they know why. They know why. Because the optics are different against John Lewis. John Lewis been saying the same thing his whole fucking life. But you won't say that shit about John Lewis because you know better. I guess Oprah ain't get beat aside the head enough to let y'all, to say it to y'all. Fuck out of my face she's seen the same shit you seen the fact that you are watching our fucking country burn down every day talking about some not yet it it, it fucking incenses me like your apathy is fucking cancerous at this point and 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 i I will not brook it anymore around me 
i won't be using this platform to give that shit a voice like go be apathetic in your own enclaves but not around me because it's gotten out of control it's out of hand and the fact that when people tell you this shit you get mad at them so you sound just like the yeah (laughs) motherfuckers get mighty white when a collective unit of black people they're supposed to be quote-unquote representing with their shit when we go no sis this ain't it first of all i'm right (laughs) like no we are all telling you we vote we are going to vote some people need to hear this message as well as the other messages of positivity and shit this is part of the whole get out the vote thing Mm-mm, nope okay cool dog no one can be right but you you got it all the time cool ridiculous all right <clears throat> i had to get that off my chest i'm sorry some of this shit was it was because we've been off for a week so i've been reading these things and seeing these things my eyes big as fucking right. steve harvey like are these niggas serious are they acting like brand new over this shit you would think this would be the year for a lot of people to say i'm gonna go ahead and put my fucking pulpit to the side because it's not the year to do my grandstanding bullshit well, i saw what happened when i pulled it in 2016 and it really wasn't good shout out to all the people that told oprah not to run because mostly they were jealous that she was a rich black woman come on oprah wasn't born rich you motherfuckers but okay um many while many of you are trying to also make money and get rich i i I peep your game i peep your pocketbook i see what you're doing but um yeah so shout out to the people that were they didn't want her to run even though she never actually floated the idea of running Mm -mm. and then they sit there and admonished her because they're mostly jealous mostly out of bad like out of uh, from a bad place it was it wasn't really anything strategic to it It was well just because trump ran when meanwhile if she would have ran we all know that she would have been 20 times more competent than trump um and if it came down to those two after the whole like in 2020 everybody had the entire political process and somehow it ended up with oprah versus trump your black ass better go vote for fucking oprah you coon you fucking coon you better go vote for oprah you idiot you fucking idiot um if that was gonna happen (laughs) um they but they told her to sit out she sat out she said i'm not i'm not running for president that's not happening okay cool stacy abrams asked her to come down there i guarantee that now oprah could if she's the woman you think she is she could have set her rich ass in her house with stedman and her manservants and been like actually i just want lower taxes fuck these niggas i don't care about this black shit that's what y'all always try to put upon these black celebrities their default is some coonery right y'all used to do it about jay and beyonce until they got so fucking vocal you couldn't avoid it meanwhile they were doing all the shit you claim you want to see behind the scenes why everybody gotta be out doing all this activism in front of everybody why can't you just give money and they did that and you called them coons then it came out that oh well they're actually very active behind the scenes and it was crickets and then they got super woke and vocal about it and now there's everybody's favorite couple right but before that they was coons on the default while still doing all this shit that you claim you want to see so they could have sat in the house and been like i'm insulated by my wealth right they could be out here doing a kanye i'm a free thinker what's wrong with trump wow why y'all so mad about that they could be doing that they could do what dave Chappelle did when trump got elected we need to give him a chance we could they could have did that none of them did Oprah said i need is 2018 i have no skin in the game as far as um his actions necessarily affecting me 
but the platform i built i'm going to use my celebrity to help this woman stacy abrams get out the vote well guess what that means i get to do it the way that i feel like doing it right i get to do it that way this isn't obama going to a college graduation and talking about black fatherhood and shit which i also thought was fucked up like i'm like i'm not some sycophant that's just like oh anything they say is great no i understood why that was fucked up the optics of that and everything i didn't like it either you know to be quite honest i know he's a tough love nigga i don't like when black people get that kind of tough love in situations that it's not relevant voting and voting restrictions and voter suppression is relevant today oprah brought that shit up historically and put it in the context of a legacy if you're too stupid to follow that path that direct path that's on you that's not on her to make you feel better about it if that motivates you if you feel a twinge of something inside of you that says this makes me feel obligated to go and use my right my duty and at this point privilege to place a vote then that means it's working dummy that's the fucking point you should feel something because our politics unfortunately are one of feelings now it's not about necessarily logic these white folks are voting for feelings feelings of racism bigotry it's not logic it ain't gonna help them policy wise to, to do all these things that hurt the country hurt them more than it's gonna hurt any of us but statistically more them than any other group so when people say shit like they don't do any other group like this nigga they do every group like this every group gets some form of feelings speech to get the vote it's just their feelings because they've been in the majority and they haven't had to fight for the right to vote and no one no one got killed for their right to vote their feelings are always coming from a place of privilege and you think that message can work for us and i'm telling you we don't have the privilege we don't have the range for them to come in and be like the white man gonna take your jobs we would all be like what huh that's not what do you mean so i should vote because uh foreign invaders are what what we don't we don't have the history to share with them like that and i'm glad we don't to be honest we i don't want that to motivate us what we do have is sacrifice we have sacrificed our 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 people have sacrificed and we have been sacrificed and that is a motivational factor for me and it's a motivational factor for a lot of us we just been letting a lot of you motherfuckers cook you know online i get is not the real world it's some, some fucking microcosm of you and your best friends high-fiving each other even me everyone's in their own little shit so i get that why you know you can get so far out there on the left that you're just like in woke city woke utopia woke apocalypse or whatever the fuck by yourself with just high-fiving five other people like we the smartest people in the world i get how that can happen but i want to talk about reality of what's happening and not the shit that is currently doesn't exist but only in a couple black people's heads fuck that shit get your black ass out and vote if you're listening to this and you were feeling impartial or unmotivated and you have the opportunity to vote get your black ass out and vote i hope no one's listening to this that feels that way get your black ass out and vote because we need you this is not a message of shame it is a message of inclusion and shared humanity and brother and sisterhood get your black ass out and vote okay 
the time for niceness is over you've been talked to nicely at this point it's like talking to those people that are undecided in presidential elections and get to be on msnbc talking about i just need to hear more stuff between both policies i I just don't see the difference and it's like but it's november 4th and the election is tomorrow i just need to hear a little bit more what all the debates have been had i just need to hear a little bit i just don't i just need one more thing there's no more things coming you will sit on the fucking roof while the helicopter and the boat pass you and then be like god didn't come save me that's y'all now and i don't have time for it because you niggas aren't real life you niggas are not real life there's like five of you niggas very loud niggas that just do not be around other niggas like that or you get off on being above other niggas and being like but look the way i see it is the way no one sees it okay cool good for you buddy let's go to the polls and we'll we'll listen to your bullshit when we get back you know this is not freshman year us sitting in the lobby everybody's high and debating fucking theory this isn't that we didn't all just take philosophy one-on-one okay some of y'all are too grown to be acting the stupid too grown and i pray to god nobody's listening y'all niggas because that the fact that you may be influencing other people to vote against their own self-interest or to not vote in their self-interest is despicable and is just as fucking uh irresponsible as what kanye west does but you want me to think you different nigga you the same end result is the same kanye west wants a generation of apathetic black voters to disengage what is different what is different he didn't tell anyone to vote for trump keep in mind he said i've he's never voted show me where you different fucking fools all right let's get into uh our trip karen um went to uc irvine yes we did we had a good time it was fun you know it was um we left here and went to the airport the flight that was good now the flight back was something else we'll get to that later on but the flight going that was good yeah um so we went to uc irvine to talk on a panel uh at a podcast symposium apparently it was like an all-day event other podcasters will be speaking um it's our first university event right i know right speaking to the students i felt so like i felt like i just needed to keep telling people like you know we not academics yeah i tell uh, people we not no professors i hope y'all know this right we have no uh, i don't got no phd we have no degrees you know i didn't like i i didn't feel like you know but at the same time i've reached a place where i understand how people see us and i understand that a lot of people think what we do is important uh <laughs> even even as i may not subscribe to but i guess that's kind of how you have to be to do what we do it's just our opinions end of the day um i'm going to use it in the way that i feel we've earned the right to use it you know yeah and but but i would have never if you would have told me this year like right um would you apply to be on a podcast symposium at a university i would say no, no because why the fuck would i need to talk about a podcast to the college that doesn't even make sense but then uh dr bambi haggins invited us out and i was like well yeah why not you know i haven't been on a plane this year i've been on a plane once or twice every year for the last three or four years um why not so we said yes 
and also i've said it before but it's something that i uh, uh, i guess the, as as our platform get bigger there's some things that i've had to mentally um process a lot of times it's not how you view yourself it's how other people view you and i've really that's something that i had to really grasp and have a better understanding in how people respond to me sometimes sometimes people respond like i don't understand your response to this i'm like oh okay you don't look at me as a human being anymore even though i know that i'm a human being yeah i i feel like um you know like you know um i feel like we just kind of entered into a place where i'm just kind of like all right let's see where this goes for Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff um and i felt a lot more comfortable this year yes um i don't know blame it on 40 whatever but i've really <laughs> i've really stepped into me um as you can tell by the beginning of the show uh the more vocal i get about where i stand on things and the more solid i feel about certain shit to be honest it's been a rewarding experience because people that drag me down fake and phony ass niggas fall the fuck off they do honestly like people find they push back because they see that i'm not just here for just any and everything you know i i I have room in my life for people that disagree with me and shit i'm not one of those people that goes in on my friends and shit because we don't share the same thoughts i mean anyone that knows me in real life knows that you know um some people on social media i've become friends with know that they know that i'm not the i saw you said this thing and now i'm jumping in your shit i don't i don't it's not a dictatorship in my Mm -mm. life um but you know it's kind of interesting to to accept like this whole thing where i got two thousand or so facebook friends i i I like about 10 people in real life you know it's a a big difference you know so um it there's been times where it feels like there's this uncomfortableness on the journey but this year hasn't felt like that last year i felt very uncomfortable uh last two years to be honest because we're kind of breaking the seal we're putting our faces there we're putting our bodies out there we're meeting people we're shaking hands we're having going down all these new roads yeah we're having to uh face people and you know thank god thank god we never listened to the advice of so many fake ass people come on you know people that literally fake it for an audience or they fake like they are scared they can't tell you their name they can't show you their face because they spend so much time trying to be uh controversial trying to be um trying to be someone who they aren't and so they can't face y'all because it the veneer would come off immediately and y'all would see that this is not the real them this is they're full of shit um and so is i think that choice we made a long time ago to be authentic to ourselves it really has helped me be able to accept and embrace well this is how people see me but they're not that far off you see what i'm saying so like when someone sees me and like they may you know they may uh have some misconceptions in their minds but they're not that far off because what we presented to the world isn't that far from us Mm -mm. you know so all that to say i've been comfortable this year even the live show let i've never i was not nervous for a second with the live show ever like i was like oh yeah we just need to get it the people here and get the event like scheduled out and then we're just gonna do our thing it's gonna be great and it was yeah i overall i wasn't nervous the bulk of the time i think the only time i got nervous and it was like a quick flash 
was when we was uh backstage about to walk out other than and it was just like okay karen it was one of the things where the reality was we about to do this okay i did a deep breath and then i was good yeah and like i said i i yeah i'm only speaking for me i, I just i wasn't really I, I was more nervous about travel and stuff when we went to PyCon and stuff i was nervous that's as long as i've been a plane uh and i worry about everything that could go wrong not 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 the plane crashing and shit but just regular shit that y'all don't think about like uh using the bathroom or what eating or what if the flight gets delayed or canceled or what if the hotel isn't what it is what if we meet these people that are other podcasters and they like fucking try to big time us or we don't like someone or we're treated badly or someone has a bad experience you know these are things i can't even necessarily control but they're things i think about but this year i haven't been thinking like that so anyway we hop on the plane uh we went through tsa pre-check oh my god the, the best shit ever y'all that and i paid for the upgrade because they have the regular tsa but they were like hey you could do domestically but i paid for the customs tsa i was like well shit i'm gonna go out go all out worth every motherfucking dime every motherfucking dime um and so uh it's 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 honestly like you walk through tsa and walk on the plane that's well, it's just about as smooth as it we, can get we didn't know how to act respond the first time we went through that because we went the lady was like tsa and they do like a digital ticket mm-hmm. and you show them and it has like a pre-tsa little check mark there and it let you go in and it was hilarious i was like uh yeah do i need to to take off my shoes he was like no he looked at us like <coughs> like you you must not nah, have been the, here before it was a white dude and uh i took everything out of my pockets or whatever i had a jacket on and uh i, I think i took off my jacket i think i had to take off no you had to take off your jacket i can't leave mine on and he goes and i said so what else i gotta do he, he said it's tsa pre-check i said i know i've never done this before it's our first time and he was like oh you just walked through there welcome to the tsa free check baby come on i was like oh shit oh i ain't gotta take off my shoes i ain't got to put my my laptop in a separate thing i I was like what i ain't got to get patted down they ain't rubbing their fingers through my hair right um so we went through tsa pre-check um that was the quickest we ever been i was like oh shit less than five minutes get on the plane it's like we take the plane to phoenix then phoenix to uh santa Ana, mm-hmm. the john wayne airport shout out to that racist right i was like john wayne airport what's this just in case you need to know where you at because apparently irvine is like the rich republican part of california apparently so because i don't know nothing about it so when everybody asked me where i was going i was like somewhere called orange county and everybody was like oh the white folks out there i was like if you say so okay yeah they got tv shows real housewives of the oc and all this shit the oc so um anyway we get out there everything's cool on the flight uh we meet uh dr bambi haggins comes and gets us uh and she had like this cute little sign like rod and karen <laughs> yeah like, i think I it's said. over there somewhere i like yeah. i love that little sign i was like i have to take a picture of you this is like this is crazy you picking us up on the airport and it's a small little airport too so like um it's mad efficient to me it was just like you hop off the plane your bags pop out and you just keep walking you just keep going uh, <laughs> it was like i'd rather do here than a big airport i was like i'm fine with that baby 
uh we met dr sarah florini who we've heard about uh through twib yeah she's written about yeah she's written about us um before she's written about black podcasts she got a book coming out next year yeah she has a book coming out um so we got to meet her for the first time which was cool because you know it's kind of that internet thing where she's literally studied us and knows so much about us that um you know that you know we don't necessarily know her like that you know so it's kind of so it's kind of that interesting thing where you know and and then because they're both like doctors and shit they're like doctoring it up all like you know this is an interesting phenomenon that you must run into a lot where philosophy with this and the theory of this right and then they're like using these words to describe what we do that (laughs) i'm like i'm a regular ass nigga what is happening here there's such uh like flowery but but, beautiful vocabulations words well i was gonna say but precise they're flowery but precise words that we just haven't thought about ourselves in that way Mm -mm. but you know they're like yes well you know the digital uh i don't know they were some like i don't know the digital um (laughs) diaspora right yeah something like that you just like oh yeah Yeah, i guess it is i guess that would no, make sense never thought of it that way yeah and like you know uh and like connecting it all the way back to like black comedy and black uh media throughout like time and shit so you know it's it was cool to like you know hear them talk about it and uh you know and they're like ask you know asking us like questions about like well what happened with this and what were you thinking with that and you know that was kind of cool we're getting to the beach we uh that was yes we oh, checked in at the hotel uh the hotel was beautiful oh, it was gorgeous um and it's like you know palm trees i i can't believe i went all the way out there and forgot to pack my shorts that was i had to, like i bought two camouflage pairs of jogging pants and no shorts and was like why the fuck didn't i i know i thought i had my shorts in my hand just forgot to put them on anyway um so we went out there and we go to uh and like i said the hotel was beautiful mm-hmm. uh the view was beautiful mm-hmm. uh they had like it was I think it was a hotel irvine or something and they had this like elevator with the like you could look outside and see all the palm trees and the mm-hmm. weather and the beach and shit um dr bam took us to the beach and we took a picture on the beach we had like a, a person that was living there took a picture of us together which i was kind of like man i hope i hope this isn't like some annoying shit they get all the time you know but it's cali um so my understanding is that people are pretty nice yeah they real everybody real laid back and i i I guess i've never seen the beach like this like you walking it was almost like traffic it was like it was like stay to the left stay to the right people riding and moped and all past i was like oh okay this this is just the thing they do yeah it kind of felt like steven universe's beach even though obviously that's new jersey and it did in real life in real life i'm sure new Eh, i'm not gonna shit on new jersey but uh so it did it felt it looked like but it looked like the beach from steven universe they even mm-hmm. had like a donut shop that looked so <sighs> steven university colorful and shit i'm mad i didn't get back out there to get some donuts but um anyway we went out to the beach because dr haggins was like y'all need to see the beach you know and we we're like cool and, we just, it, and like i love bambi has like a whole plan in her head for the whole like she's like and we're gonna do this and you're gonna do this and it's gonna be fun and you know i'm you know we have like loose we're such loose planners like karen and i are very go with the flow like oh i guess we could do this thing right yeah i'm laid back and if that doesn't work out we'll do something else yeah, right I'm, I'm not gonna we don't you know we traveling having a good time i the last thing i want to do is be stressed out on some goddamn vacation why are you pl- you know i i'm not the type of person to plan out every second of it. you would stress yourself out 
and so we have also um this three hour Denver. so mm-hmm. when it's like six there's nine here we've been flying all day so there i do understand that there's like a limited amount of time before it's like i am crashing so <laughs> right, right so we're at the we go to the beach we'll have fun walking down there taking pictures of stuff uh take pictures together um get someone to take a picture of us that was cool um and then we went to um then Typhoon, which is really to be honest the reason i went on this trip okay mm-hmm. um because they ain't got none over here we had one we had some last year in seattle mm-hmm. shout out to our girl denise who hooked us up with the gift card and i went home to charlotte and immediately was sad because we have no dumpling houses they was like "Mm -mm, everything on the west coast and over in china and we definitely don't have any soup dumpling houses Mm -mm. like we have a few uh dim sum places right but it ain't ain't the same Mm -mm, it ain't the same as then typhoon now i understand it's a chain over there so maybe to y'all it's like pf chains but to me it's like manna from heaven okay so your boy has been fantasizing about soup dumplings for a full 365 (laughs) come on to know that we would be in the vicinity of Den Typhoon. Uh, we had made plans to go. Rego- Even if it had been me and you, we were going to go. I was going to Den Typhoon. I didn't give a motherfuck. Okay. So we get out there and um, we go to dinner. We meet Charmaine mm-hmm. for the first time. Uh, Nick Ju's twin sister. Come on. Um, and we get to hang out with her. Um, I didn't realize that afterwards we didn't really even get to talk about the Lakers and uh, LeBron. Now that... Uh, she's a fan of my team the lebrons <laughs> uh we didn't get to have that conversation because uh, I, I needed to act accordingly because we will do whatever we need uh to keep the lebrons together and that means firing your coaches trading all y'all y- young players and draft picks it is what it is but i just hope these new bandwagon lakers fans that hopped onto the lebron fans bandwagon don't fuck up the program <laughs> because i've been watching how y'all been talking and it's been i I can see some tension brewing when we start making these moves but it's whatever gets us to ring for my mans okay um so then um we hung out we had a great dinner everybody got to eat like all this different dinner type of, and we got to do it right this time because we had like five people right so we had a lot more uh to pick and choose from and oh my gosh we got to try that was that the shoe my it was a type of shumai it's not it was spelled differently but yes oh that shit was delicious and we even got the dessert yeah last time we didn't get no dessert but mm-hmm. they had the dessert they had this dumpling and you bit into it and it tastes like a dumpling hershey kiss drop oh yes. that thing was delicious you bit into it and it just burst in your mouth and then we had another dessert well it was a dumpling too but you bit into it it tastes like a fully cooked brownie oh it was everything so after the phone we go to bed because at this oh, okay talk about the mall oh yeah so dental phone was in the mall and this mall y'all nigga this mall i've never been in a mall so fancy in my life like this mall literally called me poor like i yeah i walked in it was like mm-mm, 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 right mm-mm. like it was like you don't belong here right what like i thought i was gonna get pulled over for loitering just on some just on gp i know i walked in there it might have said niggas right like i was like i'm 100 percent sure mm-hmm. that we, uh, we was at the real gucci store not 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 no handmade down we was at like the real gucci store where your your shirt start off at 500 dollars and names with consonants and four vowels you were like what the how the fuck do you even pronounce this and watch shops you ain't never heard of before 
yeah like they had a belt in there and that was it that was the only normal store i seen it was like uh if you want to go to sears i mean you can do that and then turn your ass around and it was on the edge of the mall too so it was like you go, go to sears and you turn your black ass around and get out that was that's what i heard time. that's what i heard when i was walking in there everybody was looking up like oh my god I was like what the hell is happening here i was looking like "Ooh, i know i don't belong in this place who has the ugg store uh yeah okay yes yeah, so <laughs> we walk around the mall and it's rich there's nothing but rich white people and asian people in here for the most part and no one's in the stores by the way because no one oh my god this beautiful no one can afford these stores like it's we saw at least three or four just watch stores do you understand what i'm saying just watch stores three or four they only sell watches that's it i don't know what the fucking rent is here but i don't know how hot topic and Foot Locker were making the rent come on next, next to uh the stores that i can't pronounce their names because we talk about gucci and versace the ones that we hear rappers talk about but there's a bunch that i ain't know what the fuck that was Mm-mm, like they be rapping about them watches that never stop then them the stores them the watch places it was just like donald cutelli is a store i'm like i don't i just I know don't. that that's rich enough for me not to be in there yeah i just know i ain't got no business walking my black ass in there and the most unique thing i've ever did in my life once you cross a certain part of the store the smell of the store change i don't know if they pump money into not, the vents. okay not store the mall yeah the mall changes so once you make this round the corner from den typhoon right once you get away from belk it's not a joke Mm -mm. the entire smell of the mall smelled rich it smelled like they was like uh let's pump uh money who is it uh daffy duck's money daffy duck's uh brother's money down here like lavender lilac and whatever else the the rich people smell like and it was like an instant (laughs) everybody was walking like what's that smell like literally everybody looked at each other like y'all smell this what's what's this smell and then gonna find out where we was uh charmaine said you see that elevator right there but i said yeah she was like if you ride that you go to the even more expensive part i was like well bitch what's up there right i i don't i think a slave auction is up there that's how right you go up to that floor and it's just them selling slaves um so we uh we went into the rich part of the mall for a little bit I, none of us dared enter the store um, and at this point we had been walking and traveling so much i really was like i need to sit my ass down and the wait at dentai phone is so long oh my god it's and so it's like long a wait for the wait <laughs> like and so we get called back right because you know we put ourselves on the waiting list we get called back we go up there and they're like um you know bambi is giving her like cell phone so they can you know phone number so they can call us back dog they call us back and then they hand us two menus like if you want to start ordering things before you sit down you can check these things on the menu i'm like what so it's a pre-wait it's a wait to wait like we were waiting all that time to wait again i thought we were coming to get a table but i was like but listen i didn't drive i didn't fly across the fucking country i mean sure educating the hearts and the minds and inspiring the youth blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah 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 but i didn't fly across the country to not have the entire phone oh i was gonna wait bitch I, I, right i, I don't care like, if they would have said three hours we're gonna be here right it's a four hour layover for dental phone i'm like well then apparently that's what we do yeah you won't take a nap you you watch while we take take trips right you know, take turns because my ass was gonna get it and uh while we was walking we passed the uh, uxta which was really cute roger took a picture 
and his uggs with the uggs still behind him yeah of course i had to do it for the gram um so they know who they dealing with i mean i feel like at this point i'm an unofficial brand ambassador so uh me and tom brady um both rocking the uggs uh so yeah we have dinner there it's great we go back to the hotel sleep wake up in the morning that's the morning that we know that this podcast symposium's going on mm-hmm. um and to be honest i think this time i was a little more adjusted because like i didn't even wake up at the crack of ass as much I like did. yeah karen woke up at like four or something but i always do that though. and was on her phone or something like that but you know like i was able to wake up see karen was up at four and be like i'm going my black ass to sleep this is yeah, stupid i went back to sleep about an hour later yeah and i just went i just was like i'll keep closing my eyes until sleep kicks in again and it did and then i slept again and so um we get up and it's still like maybe say 10 a.m their time and you know i'm like let's go out and um do see what's local here and i would say this is about the time the shenanigans started okay guys (laughs) now i'd already i've already caused a twitter controversy um in the last few weeks because i took a picture in front of papa john's and uh said that i was gonna eat some and welcome back to the cookout and all that stuff and um let me tell you something guys okay i have a lot of followers in my estimation i forget the exact numbers over twenty thousand. um and sometimes famous people follow me right famous people follow me and i forget that they follow me and because famous people are produce content producers they normally don't interact with people that they follow that's right. not that's not how twitter really works Mm-mm. maybe they interact with you if you're in their mentions or something right. but in general they're not seeking you out correct unless you tweet something that they can make fun of <laughs> and then all of a sudden woke bay <laughs> jamel hill is all up in my mentions talking about some no brother not this <laughs> i'm like what I'm like jamel you never you when i'm just sitting over here talking about sports or politics or something funny you don't never just be like oh that's hilarious right but let me have a picture in front of papa john's like about to get something to eat and she is like somebody called to get out crew we need to get him right somebody come get him so i did that a few weeks ago and i had to mute the tweet because honestly guys <laughs> the amount of motherfuckers that was at roywood jr like all the famous people just all the famous people you know it's like uh you never get to talk to deray and then all of a sudden deray mccatch is like this nigga is in papa john's it's like no <laughs> you have you. a million a billion followers all these niggas now like brother let me tell you about the history of papa john's right. first of all they own slaves slaves used to be called called a master's papa okay so you slaves talking make about the sauce they stole the original recipe right you know the word john comes from the ancient comedic egyptian to mean devil so you essentially eating a white devil pizza i'm just like okay well, you know they call him papa because of the whip of the crack when it right. hit their back it was like oh papa right and then of course when it's like jamel or deray or somebody like that it's also like just a ton of people like black lives don't matter to me you niggers i love papa john yeah those you know? those people come too yes right so it's just it was chaos i had to mute <laughs> that shit that was a few weeks ago but this time i'm not gonna lie didn't see it coming didn't mm-hmm. see it coming thought i was just having a good time right did not realize apparently i was gonna get superstar treatment off of these tweets so we go to um we go to this pancake place we wanted to go to 
and i just went on yelp and was like oh we breakfast pancakes yeah, it must yeah it was flames because the line was long it got good reviews but i was like i don't want to wait yeah the line was out the door and it was a friday at 10 a.m to which i'm like yeah me and rose are gonna, gonna, gonna try like it's fucking 10 a.m y'all None of you niggas in school uh, work. Work. that's what i was saying 10 a.m on a y'all friday must not work what's happening here where does that have it cool out what is going on in cali 10 a.m on a friday and there's a line out the door at the breakfast spot and um you know they had great reviews and stuff and it looked good mm, but mm-hmm. but i also noticed that even with the line out the door it, it was on some kind of like in and out burger type you order in this line and then they bring your food out to you and it was hot already and we're standing outside uh and i said you know what dog i don't think i want to stand in this line and so karen's like yeah let's we can go somewhere else and we ubered out there so we were in a shopping complex i said okay let's look around oh there's a place uh that serves tacos over there and i forget the name of them yeah Um, let me see if i can find it chronic taco yeah and guys it was the chronic it was delicious but we go to chronic taco but it's still kind of a chain like it might not be like chipotle or uh cadoba or whatever but it's apparently some form of a chain we don't know we ain't from here we don't Mm -mm. it had like a chain kind of look to it but Mm -hmm. not it wasn't so like we also have restaurants here that are chains but there's only one in charlotte you know like uh pokey rito or some shit like that umami pokey rito yes and and the thing is it was a chain but everybody back there was brown everybody in this motherfucker brown and so shit. i was like oh this shit gonna be flames right like you go to chipotle or uh cadoba it might be no latino people latinx people in there it, right. might, it might just straight up be like uh everybody back there they were speaking everybody back there is, is a gringo everybody was speaking spanish to each other i was like oh okay this is about to be lit so we go up in chronic taco and i'm like oh we're in california finally i can have some california tacos right some authentic cali tacos they told me my whole life you ain't had no tacos till you had some food up in california that's that real shit nigga and i said okay cool i've been eating fucked up tacos my whole life and then it's time to initiate myself into the authentic taco experience so i ordered two tacos okay they hooked them up i said he said what you want on i said man put all the authentic shit like you make i don't order the taco in the style you make it the style okay he said i got you playboy and he hooked me up karen got two breakfast tacos them tacos was good they were delicious and he was like you want hash browns on it i said baby whatever you put on it okay but i didn't go breakfast tacos because i don't know that life i went tacos tacos so we sit down i take a picture of my very proud to eat authentic california tacos posted on the internet like finally trying authentic california tacos let's see if you niggas knew what you were talking about Ooh, ah, ta- honey what ensued honey them taco snobs came out the blue what ensued in my mentions can only be referred to as taco gate right from here on out i have never seen such indignant entitled snobbery in my fucking mentions not since i didn't know these niggas existed honestly it was like every black person that's proud to not vote was in my mentions (laughs) that's how much arrogance was in my fucking mentions over these fucking tacos 
everybody had a different opinion and nobody agreed that these were the right tacos okay shout out to the people that were cool that were like i don't know if they're authentic but were they good yes they were like, fucking delicious they was like cool and then you had some people that was like y'all ain't coming for my boy they came them fucking tacos i don't know if they was i don't give a fuck about the authenticity i know them bitches were delicious oh them especially the ones with the egg i got like which kind i get i got like chicken i forgot it was chicken steak but it was like eggs chicken steak. no it was like bacon or something but that's right i it was bacon hash browns onions uh and everything else with some salsa and so oh when i tell you that taco was flames both of them were good okay so apparently i tempted the taco gods and everyone was pissed with me now i went about my day i honestly i this is one of the most fun times i had on twitter because um i'm on vacation so i'll just start trolling back right, right now i'm like they time. look authentic to me whether whether you know these aren't real i will the i'll tell the latinx guy behind the fucking counter i did speaking that spanish you, that you decided that he's not authentic enough for you come on you know and so we you know i go back and forth or whatever that's part one okay and like i said that one totally coincidental did not know that was gonna happen Mm-mm. we go to the podcast symposium we have a great time on our panel uh i put some of the audio on yesterday we thought we had the whole audio but somehow 20 minutes probably got cut off so you get most of the audio basically yes. um but we had a good time talking about our show talking with uh the, the students and stuff to ask que- the questions we got asked afterwards and things of that nature uh sorry you couldn't get all the audio but we got we gave you what we could mm-hmm. um so then um we and if any fan was recording or has the last 20 minutes i'll gladly put it on there if you got it right anyway so we um go do the podcast symposium we have a good time we go out to dinner at a place called eureka mm-hmm. and Eureka's like i don't know tex-mex type place mm-hmm. you know one of those like i don't know I, gentrification-y is what i would call it it feels gentrification-y like it it, was, it definitely was not some old school taco joint type place right mm-hmm. now see this time though this time i knew what i was doing because these niggas got so upset about them other tacos i said okay watch this shit so i ordered some gentrify tacos okay these tacos while they were corn soft shell they came in one of those taco holders mm-hmm. that made it look hard okay which is the wrong exact wrong i know what i was doing this time ah! i knew these niggas think that hard shell tacos are the bane of the of existence right all of them need to be soft the other thing is you get to choose your side i chose fries duh <laughs> you know if i have like rice or beans or something like that salsa mm-hmm. i chose fries um and it came on this like white alabaster plate that just looked so cold and calculating and i took another picture while everybody was having dinner conversation and i said okay oh i'm sorry i forgot to mention so during taco gate the first time i took a screenshot like like of my notes app like drake oh lord and, and put on a, a fake apology hold on i want to see if i still had this picture oh. uh but i put like a fake apology uh to everyone um about about um oh maybe i can find a deleted one i was recently deleted 
okay so this is the fake apology i wrote and i took a screenshot and put it on my notes app and put it on my twitter okay i know everyone is enjoying the circus but i just want to take the time to explain my last tweet about tacos they were not authentic california tacos and i thought they were because they were tacos i purchased in california right i apologize to the entire mexican community as well as taco enthusiasts of all walks i will learn from this painful moment in our national history and i pledge to educate myself before ever speaking on this again i received several death threats and lost my employment because of my tweet which has since been deleted please respect my family's privacy as my wife begins divorce proceedings (laughs) i didn't read this one i did get corn tortillas but even that wasn't enough i apologize so that was my that was when i posted the first picture of tacos now this time i i knew that during the cycle of the cancellation because i did get canceled um (laughs) during the cycle of cancellation the next thing you gotta do is you gotta do it again and and fuck up even more that's what the whole point of cancellation is is you know you gonna double down yeah you're gonna double down and so that's when i took the picture of these sterile plate tacos with the fries and said okay giving it another shot learn a lesson this time went to another place and got authentic california tacos them fries i know people lost their minds they lost their motherfucking minds come on dog french fries they were mad from the time i posted that that friday night our flight out i swear to god the next morning they they were still mad i didn't know that i didn't know it was a taco twitter yeah taco twitter was in my fucking mentions heavy like fuck you fuck this one one this white i think this had to be a parody account i swear to god it had to be a parody i refuse to believe this is a real person it was a white presenting latinx woman according to her but i'm pretty sure it was just a 4chan troll and she called me a cultural appropriator for eating them tacos and i said how does that make sense right and she kept referring to me as like a uncle tom but she wouldn't say tom she's like you're an uncle and i was like so wait a white lieutenant presenting woman can call me a black man a uncle tom and that's supposed to be okay over some goddamn tacos well everybody culture appropriate because i clear everybody's everybody's cultural food like most people do right everyone was telling her that's not cultural appropriate she was blocking people she blocked me she unblocked me she like it was crazy she was all over the place she was all over and she wasn't alone she was the one who went the furthest right she she was not alone alone in her indignation at my at my enjoyment of these fucking tacos they was like bitch it didn't come off a truck right they're like first of all and first all these niggas contradict the fuck out of each other so don't believe none of them Mm-mm. motherfuckers like if it ain't got fries in it it ain't a california authentic taco well some of y'all mad as fries even on the plate right if it came in a real plate and not a styrofoam container it ain't authentic california taco if it didn't come off of a truck yeah that was a big thing the truck. it's not a california taco if it's not me- authentic yeah if the menu ain't in spanish if you ain't got the order in spanish some of us like all your tacos just be laid out on top of each they had all types of rules y'all. y'all no joke one person told me if you're if it doesn't come from a spot where you're scared you gonna get stabbed Ah! and nobody speaks english it ain't authentic and i said that feels racist i don't know enough (laughs) like 
i don't like i don't want to call you a racist i can i just say it feels racist to evoke violence in the authenticity of a specific culture's food like you know what i mean like i feel you and because i'm not from that culture i don't feel comfortable co-signing this right like can i just say i'm uncomfortable without calling you a racist per se but to say it feels like if i were to agree with this i would then by some transitive properties become racist against my latinx brothers and sisters so i'm gonna just opt out of this conversation rather than to exacerbate it because i understand the point you're trying to make i just don't have enough experience within the culture to be co-signing any of that shit it's like if a white person said i heard your review of nappy's chef's kitchen and when you said that it feels like the kind of place you don't want to be caught in after dark i'm like eh, it's now on that part you you you, you don't get to say that <laughs> right Mm-mm. so um so anyway our flight out was terrible right um, oh no uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm at the airport. No, I, I know what I do. I do this, Karen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we uh got to see uh Tia. I hadn't seen Tia since our trip to uh Jamaica. Tia also. Yeah, Tia also. It was wonderful. This was Roger's first time meeting her. Yeah, you guys can uh listen to our Medium Talk episode together. Oh, and by the way, we got to meet all the fans afterwards. We hugged and shook hands. Yeah, got to see people. We saw Shannon for y'all. the second time. We um got to see Francine for the second time. Mary, uh, we've seen like three places now, I think. We've seen Mary. I know. Like, it was just she so. She pops up everywhere. Thank you. Like. And, and keep in mind, this is a classroom. Now, it was a free event, but this is just like our fans piled in the classroom and i i don't know what everybody else's presentation was like but i feel comfortable ours saying was ours was the best ours uh, <laughs> was lit and when we left when we, and we because some of the other people that had like presented before and other yeah. podcasts we saw one present one group present before us oh yeah one one group that presented before us and uh dr bambi she was like uh yeah y'all are the only people that had fans show up and y'all are the only people that had gifts and y'all are the only people that had like a paparazzi line like and it was because and i guess me and roger got used to it because as soon as we got up and it was always like a line immediately started forming i'm kind of used to it now but it was like yeah can i take a picture i can't even 100 percent say used to it because yeah it's still um i didn't bring any extra luggage for the fact that people brought us gifts no i didn't i didn't even cross my mind until i was sitting there and people start handing us shit i was like oh oh this is gonna be a thing people brought us shit right i have got to start remembering to bring something to contain this shit on the way home because i'm sitting up here now thinking like what am i gonna I'm have to buy some luggage or something now luckily we were able to smush it all in there we did and get it back home but uh but still i hadn't even planned for the contingency i have to do better this is like the third time this has happened that i've been caught off guard because i i don't think people understand the way my brain works i never think and they better have some gifts like i, no. I always think to myself yeah, like we don't tell people this. they do it at yeah. the kindness of their hearts and we think like you. why would you do this and they're like right. we want you to have pumpkin spice candy i'm yeah, like you I can mean, only get it here i'm gonna absolutely accept this and you know my heart so thank you but you know i did i just it hadn't crossed my mind so mm-hmm. we get we get all these gifts we take pictures with everyone um and then you know everybody because it's cali and there's traffic and stuff everybody starts heading out and it's the middle of a friday you know i totally get it some people i think we're gonna hang out afterwards but we already had plans because they were supposed to be taking right. us to dinner with the people that put on this symposium mm-hmm. all the people we met that worked there and stuff they were super nice they super were. cool uh dinner was great great conversations all around everyone had fun good meals mm-hmm. um and then i think uh i could feel bambi's um 
like batteries start to run down because my you know mine runs down too but i'm i'm an introvert so like dinner conversation with a couple people i can do that all night Mm -hmm. but if like when we had like a big ass group of people oh god and i felt like bambi was feeling bambi said she hadn't slept much and da 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 she had probably been going all day she had all these plans and she had been like a great hostess for us right and been going and she's been there all day for hours Right. right so she's tired and karen and tia are doing that whole black girl sync thing where they're just like oh oh we could have kept going they was about to form a a, a, a fusion technique um dragon ball z into <laughs> one super black woman that would look like garnet from uh from steven universe and i had to go over and break it up i was like i'm sorry to do this guys <laughs> y'all can't fuse right now our ride is about to pass out and we got to go back to the hotel we need to go to sleep and get ready for flying the next day um because we had took a nap so i was good like and tia also had to drive back to where she was from so right so i was like all right it's late let's do let's wrap it up guys and we did and took pictures and all that stuff it's super great to get to see everybody Mm -hmm. and finally meet tia face to face that was that was dope um (laughs) sarah was like um i i can't believe i'm sitting between roderick morrow and tia also i'm like nigga tia is the right like like, like, i I, I am nobody like i have not done shit Mm -mm. uh i'm like we talked about her at netroots and that's why bernie so black trended not the other way around so Mm -mm. but anyway it was just like cool moments of just like nerdery and podcasting and talking podcast shop and podcast inside secrets and shit that was cool yeah like it it was cool to sit there and pick brains and just talk about a lot of different perspectives and things like that it it, it was a lot of fun so then uh next one okay boom we're on the plane we're about to get on the plane our flight leaves at like 10 or something yeah yeah i think it was supposed to leave at like at 10 30 so we got to like 20 10 20 we got there like an hour ahead of time nigga y'all this is when the shit starts right okay well i had these people i mentioned from tacos gate <laughs> just fucking just still angry just hammering me they've been just, going all night long you would have thought i said uh i'm i don't see why we can't vote for trump that's you would have thought i was at that event where they had a mega hats on and them seven black people tried to squeeze together and make it like a hundred you would have thought i was there okay Come on, you got a minute okay yeah i know and so i started being like look um first of all it's not my fault y'all black people is on the plantation and not free thinkers and i'm just you just mad at me for trying tacos that's outside of your little box you know stuff like that and it was really only exacerbating the problem i'd say it was actually getting kind of worse um actually you know let me pause here so we go to the next segment hold on so this is when the shit show starts all right the plane is late and the whole time we're sitting at the gate and this airport's so small you can literally look out the window to your like where your plane should be mm-hmm. and i'm just looking up like mm, 1005 right, don't they have to unboard uh, when right, they get here don't right. they have to and, clean the plane and we and we've flown long enough to know you board like 30 minutes prior to your plane taking off well the boarding time is 10 20 and it takes off at 11 i think that's what it was okay so right it's like 10 15 i don't see no plane i'm like yeah i don't know something's up right 10 20 gets here and all of a sudden they're like uh passengers on this flight your flight is delayed yeah and initially they didn't tell us i found out because uh good old-fashioned white folks that don't like to wait was like hey where this plane at <laughs> so she had to tell them and then they made the announcement so they say look your flight is delayed okay cool 
we still have a connecting flight from phoenix straight to charlotte that we have to catch right Mm -hmm. the flight uh there's like an hour you know they have a lot of leeway between times anyway so there's a chance we could still make our flight if it arrives in the next whatever minutes Mm -hmm. um that plane ends up getting sent to ontario because visibility was too low they didn't want to attempt a landing so they fly to ontario which must have been a short trip but they fly because they run out of the gas refuel and then fly back Mm-hmm. now they have visibility but now we've missed our we're going to miss our connecting flight right so we go to the um to the the lady or whatever and karen stands in line and talks to them about options for our flights and we eventually get up there and you know while most of these people seem to be acting an ass because it is very inconvenient especially if you're going to miss connecting flights you know we're pretty patient we are laid back about this stuff it sucks um especially being that we did have first class tickets for the ride back Mm -hmm. and what we found out is essentially when you get rerouted on the other flights even if there's room yo you them tickets is gone so you you basically about to be flying cramped in the back where everybody else cool um so we have these flights we're supposed to connect to um in phoenix all right cool phoenix to charlotte there's a couple out uh we get reconnected to one that's still gonna get us home like instead of seven we'll now be getting home at say like 10 right right and keep in mind there's a three hour window that we pick up on the way back mm-hmm. whatever it sucks but cool we get on our flight right on the flight we board it right no wi-fi anymore right no uh no no air whatever anymore um they stop the plane and they're like yeah the cargo doors don't work Mm-hmm. so we having trouble getting cargo on and then we can't get the cargo doors closed so we got to do some like emergency cargo door surgery to this plane and uh before y'all can take off now my whole thinking on all things plane related is take your motherfucking time that was me every time come on don't rush a goddamn thing because i don't want to be in a fucking challenger explosion because some nigga couldn't wait for them to weld the door shut Mm-mm. nope fucky fuck that uh, we were just as patient we was like y'all do whatever y'all got to do right and i knew that you know the first class on the way to phoenix we had but we wouldn't have it after that right so we go uh we we take another 45 minutes to an hour sitting on the plane for them to fix these doors yeah yeah a little over an hour yeah it was over an hour yeah so they fixed the the doors and then we head off to oh and these white women on this flight y'all show they asses show they whole asses i mean they acted like the motherfucking people in the plane just didn't want to leave you know like the pilot don't want to live too you know what i mean they uh what is taking so long and i'm like well you acting like it's something they can tell us that's gonna change the amount of time uh engineer no fucking like a plane like like a one of those like mechanic jackets came on i'm like whatever he say we do that's it right she that one lady fussed at them so bad the the crew actually just, uh what went out there and just stood in the uh the uh, thing for people to get on because every time she seen their face she was in their ass i was like ma'am that's nothing you can do she was like what are we gonna do he's a fucking flight attendant you probably gonna have to call it 1-800 number or wait till you get wherever you was gonna get to and i think 
uh one lady actually she actually left the flight she actually was on the flight actually left the flight probably to board another flight you know to leave which was fine but she wasn't fussing it was the one that was showing her ass man she was on this dude's neck that was the flight attendant like uh excuse me what's taking so long and he's like ma'am the there you know he's like announcing to everybody like there's uh something wrong with the cargo doors they're trying to fix it right now it's gonna be a few more minutes guys da 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 every time he would walk by like he's like you know serving drinks uh sir what is taking so long i said he the flight attendant not the pilot and also the pilot can't do shit either right like she really acted like she wanted them to yank the fucking plane off the thing and just fly the fuck off that's right. not how this works right she was like i'm trying to go to hawaii i was like bitch i don't give up you act like you're the only person on this fucking plane that's actually missing connection why don't you grow wings and fly your ass off um so she's just adding stress to the situation and not being helpful just complete white woman in it at all and, and i felt so bad for the crew because i know she was stressing them out it was hilarious because i don't think you've seen this but when she first started rumbling and getting all loud me and you was actually uh trying to figure out like uh uh fumbling with the phone but you know you don't get internet access and all of a sudden i heard somebody just a fussing and the flight uh attendant dude me and him looked at each other like who's this racing name for? like mm-hmm. like she couldn't see him but we looked at her like who the fuck is having a fit can't nobody go nowhere bitch so um we end up um taking off eventually after these unhelpful white women accomplished nothing by distracting and take, making shit take longer um we get to phoenix and keep in mind we have no wi-fi in the air i my, as soon as we hit land my motherfucking phone starts being like confirm your flight what options do you want for your flight you missed your connecting flight four emails in a row i'm like oh shit so we go run to a customer service person like hey what do we do like we don't know this never happened to us we've never had a flight delay we and they probably told us we was fucking are, up in the air what are our options and the guy says run the terminal a1 now just run like he um, so now we running through the airport like oj in that ad and shit <laughs> come on just trying to get there <laughs> jumping over luggage and shit but we wouldn't happy we get to this phoenix to charlotte flight and we have no seat assignments nothing's been confirmed and they're we're on standby and they're like you just you two are on standby so so basically standbys you have to hope that two people miss the plane and you can get on we get to the part where they're gonna finish they're like we are final boarding for flight so-and-so to charlotte and they're like oh it looks like there are two seats left y'all won't be next to each other but y'all will be on the plane and within like uh, and 30 seconds and the two more people showed up yeah no one one what? a black right. woman showed up and was like is this it and she was like ma'am you just made it and i said fuck and so they say you're not gonna make your flight uh so but they was trying though yeah and so then they said um well we had to go yeah well like now you gotta go customer service so we go back to customer customer service service. and you know everyone is customer service essentially is panicked whenever they're there we're a little panicked i'm a little frustrated at this point i won't lie um karen is asking questions i can't possibly answer which is one of my like biggest pet peeves like she's like well what's gonna do happen with this i'm like baby we're both going through the same thing at the same time for the first time how the fuck would i i there's impossible for me to know you know what i mean but that doesn't stop her from asking me these Mm-mm. questions well what about this what about this i we are gonna have to handle this let's go talk to some people that know some things they'll give us some options we'll figure it out from there because i don't know what the fuck right um like i i never missed a plane or anything i just thought it was as simple as 
you just hop on another plane i don't know so so then um we go over there it's like 3 p.m 2 p.m their time in phoenix Mm -hmm. right and then the lady is like um the next flight out to charlotte is 11 p.m tonight yeah she was like she was like it's this big ass gap i don't know why but from like 2 to 11 no flights to charlotte yeah don't know why um so we had uh basically an eight hour now unofficial layover right Mm -hmm. and you know i'm like okay we get this stuff printed out we're not going to be sitting together anymore Mm -hmm. we're uh, the whole flight is going to be packed as fuck Mm -hmm. and so shout out to technology or whatever because you know karen's like what do we i'm hungry i want to i want to do this i want to do that i said okay okay i just need to sit down because at this point my mind is racing um mad um like thinking of all the new problems that come with this new flight am i gonna sit in the airport for eight hours waiting for a flight what is there to do in this airport what a you know just what if i have to use a restroom all kinds of shit um and so i said let me just sit down and think for a second and i started thinking like an adult and i said wait there's probably apps for everything right Mm -hmm. so what i did was i downloaded the like hotels.com app um put my credit card information in or whatever you sign up for and i saw uh where it said uh there were hotels um that had like a you know percentage off in the local area found a hotel four miles away it was a loft hotels in phoenix california a loft phoenix uh i mean phoenix arizona and so we i said let's just go to this hotel and so we it was a 70 dollar room and it was only i said maybe worst thing it could be is a fucking terrible hotel <laughs> right but i was looking at the pictures and stuff i was like it looks kind of nice good reviews it looks new it looks nice so we we got a 70 dollar room you know, have to throw taxes and shit it's like about a hundred dollars got an uber out there um to, and, three miles from the airport yeah got got inside and um it was very nice there was a brother working there from greensboro that was like oh north carolina man i'm from north carolina he, he asked us did we go to uc Irvine to go to a church i was like oh you're no, no. You're, you're that kind of black person no. uh but uh, <laughs> no, church, no i was like you don't want to know what we do um and a loft is like nice it's like Mm -hmm. it's super like high tech quote unquote like very convenient like yeah they they have like netflix and hulu that you can log into yourself they have um which i don't know why i mean i talked about this why don't more hotels allow you to do that you know ain't nobody buying your shit ass shit you're trying to sell go ahead and let everybody log into their netflix log into their hulu i think they even had stars and crackle just let people log on to their own shit because they're gonna use your internet up anyway and there's like a um it's it's like a little ritzy place we're only staying there for one you know not even a night we're only staying there for just like eight hours um but i need a home base i need a place where i can go lay down i need a place where i can uh use the bathroom i need a place Mm -hmm. i can take a shower right anything i want to do i I would like it to be in a place i don't want to be in a hotel i mean uh airport airport watching my bag for eight hours stressed out not able to lay down you know just stressed i just don't want to be feel that my phone's dying shit like i don't want to feel that so we go to um to this like like i said this loft place it's very nice the trendy looking they had they had these blinds that you like 
pull up and they look like paper almost and they like posters on the windows it was it was beautiful um and it's like a little small bedroom but everything's brand new the mm-hmm. toilet everything is just brand new and clean and shit yeah, and it was so fancy i didn't realize it was a door between the bathroom and the in the in the uh rest of the place i didn't shut it because i didn't know it was a door there yeah it's like a sliding door anyway so we go there and lay down and now i'm just like i need to lay down for a few minutes and recharge my batteries flying all this stuff is starting to take a lot out of me and i just need to chill so we lay down for maybe like 30 minutes you know take off your shoes lay in the bed for a second just okay turn oh also the ac was working like a motherfucker which hotel rooms Woo, not enough not enough have these acs that actually work okay there's a lot of hotel air conditioning and you're burning the fuck up this shit was like whoosh okay you want it cold it was like all the cold it was like a york peppermint patty yes it was so um we so and it is trendy downstairs like a little nice bar all these fluorescent colors music pumping and shit i was like what the fuck is this this is a club yeah it's music and there's a pool table and all that shit right so we go downstairs uh because one of the blinds was fucked up and i was like hey hey before y'all try to charge me an incidental something wrong with that blind in that room Come and on. it was like that when we got there can you fix it we just let and you they know. said we'll send somebody up there and get it fixed for you i said all right cool um we're going out so we go out because now i'm in phoenix guys and finally i have a chance to do it over it's time to go to the taco well one more time i felt like the whole layover in phoenix was a spiritual experience from the taco guys calling to me to give me one final chance while i'm on in the west of america to get the the authentic latinx experience of a true taco so i said you know what i hear your calls and yes i will honor them so i go on yelp and i find me a taco place close is speedy taco truck or something like that is what Mm -hmm. it's called speedy tacos i never forget the name and i looked at all the pictures all the seating is outside it was it looked very stabby okay i hate to be racist but i told you this is what i was told okay it does look like i don't want to be there too long okay there's no walls it's it's kind of look almost a little dirty looking okay there was like a, a a fence where there was just a grill and it didn't even look like a clean grill just no. like like they just grill meat on there every morning and just close it back down they don't clean it off of nothing like i definitely could catch some sort of disease from eating here that's what it looked like okay i looked at all the pictures of the, of the how they serve the tacos nothing but styrofoam and paper okay styrofoam and paper i said okay this is what you negroes you big lip kool-aid drinking negroes as tobias would say yes tobias this is what they you told me okay so i'm like cool we going here we get an uber out there i was a little bit nervous when that dude picked us up because it's our first white driver that we've had in a uber in a while right but he was cool he was cool also i like the new feature where you can tip him that's cool too yes you know i throw a dollar or two on that all the trips right so we get out at the taco place he's also telling us other places to eat which i didn't have the heart to tell this nigga i'm only here eight hours i'm not eating all this shit and hopping on a plane i'll fucking have diarrhea 11 at night i'm not doing this 
i'm eating these two tacos and i'm laying down making sure they don't make me feel bad and then i'm gonna get on the plane and get the fuck out of here um and so we go to speedy tacos and we order I, I same thing i said hey man he said what you want on your taco i said listen i just need you to make it authentic baby okay you make it all the way the way that the right way is what i want okay i don't have i don't know the right way i'm asking you to lead me on my taco journey to be my taco sherpa if you will and he said i got you playboy i said cool plus these tacos was cheap oh yes they was okay these tacos like three four dollars at most then they had uh drinks there and they were all the glass mexican bottle drinks like the real glass like the coca-cola look like they got shipped from mexico you need a bottle opener like if you ever seen the guys must be crazy the the coca-cola bottle that started it all it looked like that yeah they probably had some hit some other drinks where everything is like spanish i think we've seen some of them in there too right so you know we go to order um you know they and then and for the record they did they didn't all just only speak spanish everybody was Mm -hmm. bilingual right but um you know i you know i order my tacos or whatever uh they make them up in the background them tacos is ready fast as fuck i don't know what the i don't know know what the rules is i don't know how i didn't get sick them shits was quick we get our tacos like before we can even really ask a lot of questions i said man y'all got hot sauce and stuff he was like um no we got some sauce we make in house and then you can pour it on your tacos it's hot and i'm like that sounds like hot sauce yes and it's like boom tacos up i take pictures of these tacos i go now i am in phoenix i'm at a shady spot where i might get stabbed at the dark and there's soccer on the fucking tv if you can barely see the tv okay they were speaking spanish there's this everyone speaking spanish except us right literally yes the the drinks are these glass drinks are you niggas happy now huh is everyone okay with these tacos and the answer was no no. what the fuck do you want from me i'm doing my best as a taco eater and that's when i realized that all these niggas are just lying no one knows what a taco is they just know what a taco's not to them and all of them think if you don't get the taco from they house it ain't a taco fuck all y'all all of y'all can kiss my ass all of y'all are crazy this makes no fucking sense the tacos are legitimate tacos they match all the qualifications that y'all said tacos need to have in order to count as tacos and yet still somehow i i'm doing it wrong i said i guess What's i'll wrong tell with you What's wrong with y'all you niggas are crazy i guess i gotta go tell this man his tacos aren't authentic Psh, i wish also side note those tacos were fucking delicious oh they were so good those were the best of the, of the I, tacos i think i got a breakfast taco there too she did get a breakfast taco her her breakfast taco was so good i ate my two tacos and went back and ordered a breakfast taco because mm-hmm. i like all these tacos good i take a picture of that one because lord knows the shit storm would have happened if y'all knew i ate a breakfast taco with eggs and bacon and cheese and shit i know these motherfuckers would have been woo they would have been mad but and then also they told me uh there's cheese on your tacos i don't think the tacos don't have cheese on them nigga 
i asked him for authentic tacos he is the taco maker he put cheese on it fuck you fuck you apparently it does have cheese on it oh it's gotta be a certain type of cheese what is the certain type of cheese these niggas got maybe you can file a fucking fda complaint with somebody you you holler at them okay but in my yelp review they getting five stars for deliciousness they were good filling tacos Mm, so good so uh yeah we had the tacos went back to the hotel laid down took got to the airport yeah roger tried to make me watch ayana 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 la ayana karen wouldn't watch ayana with me Mm because she doesn't support black women i guess i don't but i was just trying to see these black women heal the daughter was uh the daughter of some r&b singer who i've forgotten monifa she was monifa's daughter and they had some issues about monifa not raising her right and shit and um they was trying to get to the bottom of it and karen made me change it during the last five minutes when we was gonna find out the conclusion of their drama and if they were able to reconcile and karen was not with uh not karen was not with the shits which i don't understand Mm -mm. i guess some of us support black women and some of us just don't you know Mm -mm. and uh, apparently it be your own people sometimes ladies so y'all remember this when y'all write up in here and give credit for all the things that i say about feminism and shit and y'all be like karen is the queen and rod uh rob y'all remember which one of us it be out here supporting y'all and which one of us be like i refuse uh mm-hmm. but i digress i'm not like justin justin to watch anything well anyway uh, i tried to support justin if you're listening and karen completely shit on yala so it ain't my fault um then we went uh to the ho- to the um to the back to the hotel lay down checked out they gave us a shuttle to the airport which was cool that dude was talking about those fucking scooter bikes oh, right i didn't even know he was like they banned them from the university because somebody got drunk and crashed yeah the e-scooters or whatever and he was talking about how he might can make a hustle out of recharging them mm-hmm. and stuff uh shout out to the scooter shout out to the shuttle service to the hotel bambi told us about it in irvine and i know most hotels i've stayed at have had shuttle service and i think we've just never used it Mm-mm. so we probably could use that most of them have them to the hotel yeah every I mean, 30 to minutes the, to, the airport. to the airport and i just never it never crossed my mind to use it but it's a free service and it gets you right there so yeah we did that shit uh we did it in arizona and we did it in um in uh, uh, uh in california yeah so we get to the to the airport um you know eventually get on the flight uh rough flight i mean i can't you know it's late at night it's uh and that bitch was sold out i was like it's sold out 11 o'clock at night but i was thinking yeah a lot of people probably missed that last was like shit we got eight hours so something did happen before we got on the flight that i almost did so the airport was off the air so it was a sold out flight they were like this flight is sold out it's overbooked we're willing to offer like a hundred dollar voucher to people that want to stay the night and then come back at five in the morning and get catch that flight out which is not overbooked um and then they kept going up like every time like they went up to like five hundred or six hundred dollars and i have really thought about it like i was looking at karen like you know we could maybe call a loft see if they'll let us back in our room you've already spent that hundred dollars and now we got twelve hundred dollars worth of flight miles or whatever the fuck and we all we had to do was wait like six more hours to hop on a plane 
we're gonna be there to- either way we're gonna be there tomorrow our time and then i thought about it guys and i said i just want to go home because <laughs> keep in mind it's 11 o'clock their time it's really like two in the morning our time like you know so i said nah i'm gonna go home it was tempting as fuck though i ain't gonna front because i was like sure we can go back to sleep <laughs> right um so we go to uh we get down the flight we get home we get take an uber home um all that stuff and then as soon as we hit the house i i was like look tacos are nice they were cool i'm home and i could not help myself from the craving i had for some fucking cheddar grits i needed cheddar grits in my motherfucking stomach immediately so i was like i'm not going to sleep yet i'm tired as hell real tired to be honest but i was like i'm hopping in my car and i'm going to the 7 a.m like, um, right when we were looking out, out outside like the old white folks Did y'all open up yet 7 a.m breakfast spot i was like karen i'm going to the breakfast spot and she was like without me and i was like you can go i just know i'm going i'm getting me some cheddar grass yeah, we've been up forever it. yeah um and so we get back uh how to and go to our spot and get some cheddar grits and i had a breakfast sandwich and i swear as soon as that food hit my stomach i was like i need to sleep i like honestly like i just hope i don't fall asleep in the car driving home so i drive home go lay down and then we just lay down most of the day till football was already on and yeah shit. we 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 was not that for a while because it was very draining that uh the place we know we normally like afternoon people that looked at us like oh y'all here early yeah and then we went and saw my mom and we bought layla some stuff on the trip so we just wanted to drop off layla stuff and we talked to my parents for a while and that was our sunday um so that's the trip guys that's i think did i leave anything out no that's the trip and roger was roger was like i'm going to uh call the um airline about the first class yes stuff and i was like cool because it was hilarious when the people from bites was here because i was talking about them uh about it and i was like ooh, i was like ooh, they better be glad it's roger and not me yeah karen's whole thing is I'm, uh she would have got in their ass now i don't know what they can do if we're gonna get some type of refund or like because i'm not even asking for a full refund but at least a partial because we did pay for first class both ways and then we did not have first class on the way back i don't know the protocol to this i've never gone through this maybe someone who works in the field knows better than me but it would seem like maybe there's some sort of refund due yeah, there and I, and I shouldn't have and, to have no goddamn insurance or none of that right people were saying you need flight insurance and stuff i was like i don't know if that's true it just seemed like you know i'm gonna ask and then we'll see if it has to get ugly mm-hmm. i don't think it should it seemed like a kind of a no-brainer thing to at least give us a partial refund a partial refund um, uh credits or like 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 something and yeah because the thing is like i said yeah roger is is really really more uh laid back but i got really white woman on him i was nasty when that woman told me like my face looked like how dare you tell me i can't get first class on the way back but i forgot this flight probably is already booked but you know i'm like i pay my money i uh, we pay first class and first class is what we share receivers you're gonna give us money on the back side yeah well yeah um i i already knew that was out at this point i'm like i just want to get home i don't have time i'm not going to turn into these white women on the flight being unhelpful and rude and shit to these people like it made complete i was like okay i think i asked the woman in irvine 
when she first said we need to change your flight i said so is it like first class or no she's like no i said okay so it's not available she's like i'll put you on standby for first class but you won't you probably won't get it i said okay cool that's all you got to tell me my expectations are adjusted right i know I'm, I'm not going to throw a fucking hissy fit over some shit that can't be changed right you're just doing your job someone already paid for those tickets because it's not like you booked those flights today it's not like they right. said hey guys let's make a new flight today like those flights have been planned for months someone bought them tickets a long time ago i'm cool i you know um so at this point at that point I, my mind was just like okay there's got to be a process to ask about getting our money back for that that's it i'm done i don't need to no there's no nothing else to it so that's why i was able to be calm about it um and i did all that processing within like a second because my brain was like what the fuck you mean then oh wait yeah okay oh wait yeah that's how that would go all right cool right like i said we process things kind of differently but like i said my thing is like hey uh because i was cool i was like i'd rather be stuck and doing this trip with you than somebody that was showing their ass the whole trip because i didn't really show my ass i was just like what do you mean we can't get first class like you know I me mean, type of thing and i think after we got home i was like, okay i'm back at home now so since i'm at home and i'm situated and i'm not in the air and my life is not in your hands you will hear from me yeah i didn't want to do the um the uh at air american air whatever i didn't want to do all that i just submitted it through their website they tell you they have like 21 days to respond um if i don't hear back then you know obviously make some phone calls or figure something out um but you know i i would try i was trying not to do that thing um so hopefully we can get that figured out yeah i'm i'm very i'm very very um i'm very patient you know when i call i'm sure i ain't got enough time on my hands i'm gonna say yeah they better be glad rogers handled it because i'm like i said i'm real cool but i'm like can i because if i don't like your answer can i speak to your man because everybody got a boss you know everybody and i we paid and we didn't pay cheaply either so we're gonna we're, we're gonna figure out something to fix this problem because this ain't the first time you ran into this issue mm-hmm. so if karen has to handle it she'll handle it because uh you know like i said we'll we'll start with I, i'd rather start with this is your process this is what you say it works let's just start there and operate on good faith and if, if if i don't like what i hear back then we can start with the uh you know we can get medieval on their ass um all right that's it for this episode i don't i think we've gone over two hours and you now know about our flight um the i really needed to get that part about voting out because i it's been very frustrating to read what people are saying especially in light of the fact that they've been saying this shit and things have been getting worse in this country and they're still adamant that they're not going to participate and uh try to make people feel bad for wanting them to participate um i i'm not with the shits i'm not with the shits man so you know the same way i felt about the if bernie doesn't win i'm not voting white people i feel the same way it i don't care if you're black same thing the you know end, the I mean? end, like i said the end result is the same yeah same thing so um and i understand there's gonna be people that don't fuck with us after this or don't like me or dislike my opinion maybe skip this episode i don't care i i honestly don't care i don't need you in my life i don't want to be your friend i don't want to talk about this thing with you I, i'm resolute my mind is made up i feel about this the way i feel about lgbtq rights the way i feel about black lives matter the way i feel about a bunch of shit i like 
i get where you're coming from it's not a lack of understanding i just think what you're saying and what you're doing is very irresponsible and i don't want that energy around me and now you know so there's no excuse to bring it around me you know and i don't bring mine around you to be frank every nigga i've ever seen say some of this irresponsible shit i've never interacted not with one of them not hopped in their mentions i haven't gone on their pages i haven't had a discussion with them i haven't wrote a letter tried to i really do not feel that it's my role to impress upon you something that you already know is fucked up and that's why you feel a twinge of guilt and that's why you feel quote unquote ashamed or shamed is because your ass should be ashamed the end all right guys we'll talk to y'all um, yes karen before before we go it's something that was actually kind of hilarious our bags actually made it to charlotte before we did that was hilarious our bags got i guess apparently our bags got the note to catch the connecting flight yeah which is funny because she told us they weren't gonna be on a flight and then obviously they were anyway yeah they got here it is cool if your bags show up uh apparently since bags operate on the honor system yeah they do um which is funny right the Amer- the mentality of the airport is one that by the time you get to the baggage claim everyone has the same mentality which is i just want to leave so someone could just sit around baggage claim area wait for unclaimed bags and steal them technically but one you're still in, you don't know what the fuck's in the bag you're still in <laughs> you don't two um you you're uh that would require you not needing to be on a plane and just come into the airport to steal bags i'm sure someone does it i'm sure it happened but the whole honor system thing works on the fact that we all have the same mentality at that point which is i just want to go the fuck home where is my bag that ain't my bag that ain't my bag moving the fuck on and it works enough that our bags get to charlotte eight hours before we get there no even longer probably Mm mm-hmm and uh we show up and our bag was in this little spot where they have this woman guarding it that just holds on the bags and make sure you have the right that was a whole baggage claim and then uh you can have your bag and nobody ever fucked with our bag because um why would you take someone else's bag when you just want to go home that that's it when you just want to go home i guess it tumbled around enough they was like look we needed this been rolling around for three hours get it off the off the roller pin yeah so i don't know i i guess anyway that's how the hours work maybe it's not like that everywhere i'm assuming but where we were at there's just a woman watching your shit to be like is this your bag okay let me see all right you got your bag all right that's it um y'all have fun for the rest of the day mm-hmm. go panthers obviously and we'll be back later on in the week until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.